going to tell you more about my job today. So that's a very exciting new venture. I've been doing it for two months and it's not in television. Yes. So uh, my job is a part-time agreement arrangement with a company called Instacart and they do grocery delivering here in the United States. So they do that nationwide. They call it international because I think they have a couple stores in Canada as well. Did I just say couple stores? Because I meant to say a couple of stores. Very important thing. Gavin Cole, my, my, one of my very early colleagues in the United Kingdom in, at Todeo UK back in 1999, he brought that to my attention that Americans like to drop the off preposition. Is it a preposition? I think it is. From this phrase, a couple of things. They like to just remove the off altogether. I love these guys, leaf blowers. Yeah, really noisy, loud machines that don't do anything. They just make our lives horrible. Anyway, those guys, I think there's about 4,000 of them here. Don't know why they've got such loud machines. So anyway, a couple of these guys, I see what I did there. Um, yes, they are um, around here, which is why it's a little bit noisy, but back to my job. So it's a venture that goes back to, I'd say middle of 2017, sort of just the time when I got better, when, I had, when, I, when we found immunotherapy and when I finally got better and showed major signs of improvement, they're literally day by day, a very exciting period of time. And it was a time when uh, it became clear that Julia didn't have to look after me uh, full time anymore. She had to do that previously because it was well, I wasn't I wasn't well enough to do anything basically. So so she took care of me more or less full time. And when that period came to an end, she decided she's going to go for a job. And again, it's the same job that I do now. She did back then. And uh, this is an in-store shopper position. So the, the thing was, um, she started doing that a few hours. I think I believe it was a maximum of 29 hours a week that you're allowed to work. It's a minimum commitment there as well, 15 hours a week. But you know, you're not allowed to work any more than 29 hours. And uh, she did that and she said, look, I, I think we need some cash. We need to pay off some of those medical bills. And uh, also, I just need to occupy my mind with something else. And I totally appreciate that. After the horrendous years that we've been through, it is important to just look at the world slightly differently, you know? And that is exactly what she did. And uh, she had fun doing it. So it's basically walking around a supermarket with a shopping trolley and your iPhone app and uh, picking off one item after the other and uh, putting it all into brown bags, uh, checking it out, putting it on a shelf and uh, then a driver comes and delivers those items uh, to you well the customer basically and uh, there's there's two types of positions one is the one that i do or the one that julia did which is the in-store shopper position uh, which you literally only spend time at a supermarket and the other one is that you own a car and you pick up those bags and occasionally you do shopping as well and you go and uh, drive to the customer and hand it to them and so that's the job, that's the, that's the idea. And uh, it's nice, it kind of pays uh, $9 an hour, which, isn't, which, doesn't seem, which doesn't sound like it's the world, but you know, on one hand, it's not that tough. I mean, it's kind of, you know, there are time limits involved, so they, they do time you per item. You gotta make sure you find that on time and you make sure you have to 
find X amount of items, you know, ongoingly. Um, but that's, you know, that's, that's, not, that's not the tough part. If you know how a supermarket works and if you know where the items are and if you like shopping, which I always did, and I was always interested in kind of, you know, products, this is, this is kind of an okay job. But in full American fashion, of course, you don't just get the salary. It's a little bit like a waiter in a restaurant who doesn't just get a base salary if he gets it at all. You get that as well as tips. So the tips are something, America is, a, is very much a tipping culture and um, there's, there's this um, thing is kind of shifting in the last few years has been shifting a bit that voluntary tipping has become something more like um, an involuntary tipping type culture. You know, there's, there's always the 15% of service tax that is sometimes called or a tip on the check when you pay it. And um, uh, you just, you're just kind of expected to give that no matter if the service was good or not. And then on top of that, you can go do voluntary contributions if you wish or you can you know reduce that charge as well so that is all that is possible and as an in-store shopper which is the role that i do i get to share that tip with the driver not 50 50 it's more like a 70 30 type of arrangement um, and i think shoppers are expected to pay a delivery fee as well as a tip on top of that so you know it's also basically the, the oops whoa i think i just ran over something hopefully that doesn't destroy my bike well, things look healthy back there, good stuff. So, uh, you know, it's, it's very different to what's happening in the UK in regards to grocery delivery, you know. So we've known grocery delivery in the UK for like, I don't know, 20 years, probably longer even, way longer than uh, Sainsbury's and Tesco's uh, have come up with the idea of doing grocery delivery. I suppose it was sometime in the early 2000s, in the early noughties, where everyone all of a sudden just came up with the idea we must deliver at no charge to the customer and you go great i wonder what was in the in the background there what people were thinking as to why don't we just charge for that you know and so it's um, it's very different here so here it's uh, instacart as a third party organization that's not run by the supermarkets whereas sainsbury's to you and uh, tesco delivery uh, those are kind of governed by the actual supermarket even though they may outsource this and then kind of white label the service Sainsbury's are the people who deliver your groceries as well as shop them so there's no there's no third party involved there but Waitrose in the UK don't do it that way they have Ocado and I found that incredibly confusing at first that I was thinking if I wanted my um, groceries delivered from some from Waitrose why do I have to what is what the hell is Ocado then you know why can't they just call it Waitrose delivery what's what's the problem with that well I guess it's political because the third party would have I guess approached them or they would have outsourced this and say can you please do this for us because we're a freaking supermarket we don't have a clue about delivery and uh, grocery shopping we just we just make sure things are on the shelves type of thing you know and uh, that's exactly the situation here in the US where uh, because of the size of the country not every supermarket chain is in every state as well that's the other issue so in here in florida in south florida we have a big supermarket chain called publix and that's the supermarket where i'm working at they have several stores here on the beach and on the mainland but they're uh, as far as atlanta i believe so they're i think they're operating in three states 
But that is it, you know. So in, in Texas, the situation is completely different. Yes, of course, you have supermarkets, but they're not Publix. They're, they're called HEB, for example. That's one big supermarket chain in Texas. I don't know where else they operate. New York, California, those are the totally different supermarkets. Like Safeway, we know this in the UK. Safeway is a kind of a known brand in the UK. And they operate in San Francisco, for example. I'm sure they operate elsewhere as well, but we in Florida don't have Safeway, for example. Whereas in the UK, Sainsbury's is from, you know, the northern tip of Scotland to, I don't know, South End, I guess. You know, they're, they're everywhere. Much like Tesco's as well. So they, I guess, can do that nationwide in the UK, but in the US it's very different because every supermarket would have had to come up with their own version of doing it. And I guess, you know, they didn't want to, or it was too expensive or whatnot. From what I gather, our local supermarket, they've tried this out about 10 years ago, but it didn't work out for them. So it's one of those things. Um, so that's, that's, the, that's kind of the difference between grocery delivery in the US versus the UK. So while in the UK we had it uh, since the 50s and 60s with people like Iceland, where it's not exactly delivery. I mean, it is delivery, but they don't do the shopping for you. So with Iceland, I seem to remember that you still had to go in, do the shopping, pay for it, put it in a cart, and then at the checkout, you tell a driver, hey, you can have that delivered, please. And then he will show up, I don't know, at four o'clock in the afternoon and bring you the bags that you've packed and shopped yourself. So of course, that's not something that the, that the millennials like. So they have to be able to sit back at Starbucks chatting to somebody while casually then hacking in what they want for delivery the next day on their iPhone. That's very important that, um, you know, they don't, have to, they don't have to go out and do shopping themselves anymore. And, but it's, it's extremely convenient, not just so much for the millennial generation who just don't want to do it, uh, it's also for people who can't do it. I mean, you know, people with small children and who have just got really can't afford the two, three hour chunk out of their day once a week to uh, get groceries delivered. So that's where Instacart comes in. And the way, from what I understand, the way they're paid, it's different per supermarket. So sometimes on a chain like Whole Foods, I guess they take a percentage of whatever the food costs at the supermarket. But uh, that's only possible on um, high-priced ventures like um, Whole Foods, for example. But on the kind of discount supermarkets, that's not really uh, how it works. They do, they do add a little bit of money, not a lot. It's literally like 50 cents, depending on an item, on top of the actual uh, price of what you'd pay when you go into the supermarket yourself. So on top of that, there's a nominal delivery charge. It's not a lot, I think it's $5.99 which compared to what it costs to go to the supermarket and back maybe on a lift ride, that is often half price, if not much less than that. So people do the maths and they say, actually I spent 5.99 and more just on, on petrol, just to go to the supermarket, let alone the amount of time it costs me to do that. So that's why this is uh, interesting as a kind of as a venture. Instacart is a startup company based in San Francisco and they haven't been doing it for that long. I believe uh, in under five years, they went from an interesting idea to something, you know, that we have today. So it's this uh, explosive growth there. Very exciting stuff, not, not just for me, but for everyone who's, who's getting groceries from them. So delivered as well as shopped. We keep hiring people and uh, I've been doing it for two months. I really, really like it. It's a nice little gig for me. And uh, at the same time, 
it's part-time, so it leaves me time for all my other creative ventures, be that anywhere around the web, my kind of 3D hobbies, and of course, you know, what I do on YouTube, which I may talk to you about in, a, in another video uh, of what my plans are for that. But uh, for now, it's also a good test for me to see how fit am I actually? Can I, after my cancer treatment, after recovery, can I, um, how, how fit am I to do a job? And I must say it's a touch wood, it's going really well. It's uh, something I've been doing since, I believe, August. So that's August, September, now it's October. So I've been doing it for about two months and in my last surgery was in December, late December 2017. That was my final surgery. Before that, I had that massive surgery that was in October. I believe that's about a year ago. And then 10 weeks later, we did that, that kind of smaller surgery, yet again, another surgery. And technically, I'm still recovering from all that. Yet, I, it's, I seem to be fit enough to do this job. And I mean, you know what grocery shopping is like. It's annoying sometimes, uh, but it's one of those things. Uh, think about it. What would happen if you do it for six to eight hours a day? That's kind of what I'm doing, and um, it's it's fun. I must say, it is it is fun. Uh, sometimes the system the system is extremely clever. The way they've designed it works with iOS, works with Android, and it's all completely mobile phone based. So the customer orders on an iPhone app, and we get an iPhone app that we uh, use to tick off what items need to be. Uh, shopped we basically scan them so I go around I see whatever type of toilet paper they want and then I scan it with my iPhone's camera and then the system will tell me is this the correct item or not it's a different size different brand because you know when you're rushing around you're not always grabbing the right thing I mean pasta sauce there's like 150 million pasta sauces out there and each manufacturer makes 12 sizes with 140 flavors and you go e okay that's you know sometimes a little bit tricky uh, but it's working and it's it's uh, kind of nice how the system guides you there you know and then you print labels to put them on the bags and the bags go on the shelves and you know it's all it's all very straightforward so it's a very cool thing but what I find most impressive I must say is uh, not only that both Julia and I are now doing this so Julia is actually this is what I forgot to mention earlier Julia has now moved on from that position she's been she was so good she was actually promoted twice within the company so first she was a shopper for maybe a year or so or nine months to a year something like that she was a very good shopper and uh, then she was promoted to a position called shift lead and that means she is in the supermarket looking after all the shoppers who do the shopping for Instacart and uh, that was that was going well for about six months or so and um, then she was promoted again to something called site no not site manager site manager that's right yes it, it was called something else I believe before but it's now called the site manager and what that role does is that allows her to now liaise with other shift leads so it's kind of another step up the ladder and I'd love to talk to you more about this but of course my shift's about to start and uh, I have about oh three minutes left great so that's just about enough time to wrap this up and speak to you later thank you so much for watching and perhaps I will keep in touch with you this way about what else is happening in my super exciting life here in Miami Beach take care bye bye